Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Together we are Family Plot. Awesome. How is everybody? Doing all right. How are you, Dad? Pretty good. Excited for spooky season. We got a good start last week, I feel, with Gilderay. Or I'm sorry, Gilderay. Still can't quite get that not quite a J thing on my tongue. Nope. But, yeah, so... I'm excited. It's, you know, it's October, spooky season's in full swing, my favorite time of the year. I know it is your favorite time of the year, for sure. So, yeah, I'm pretty good. Krista, how about you, my pumpkin, my pumpkin? I'm okay. I, uh, had a pretty good day today, so... Did you learn a lot? Uh, <laughs> eh. <laughs> eh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all I have to say for that. I can't wait for the day that, you know, I, I Krista comes home and I ask her, Krista, what'd you learn today? Vengeance. Relaxy, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, but not my Krista. No, it would be arson, not not vengeance. You feel like Lexi would commit arson? No, or no you! I was talking about me. Yeah. Let's, let's not be committing arson either. That's, that's not good. No, no, it's not. Let's put it together. Well, it. Let's talk to the listeners for a moment, just okay. for just for the novelty of it. Welcome, sure. if you if you're a new listener. Welcome, if you're an old listener. Welcome to the show. Uh, as always, got a few things I like to get out of the way up front. If you want to support the show, Patreon's a good way to do it. It is. Yeah, you can support us through. Team Spa Day, Team Bunny, or Team Podcast. Doesn't really matter which one you vote you made for. cool art. You did. Yes, Krista made cool art. Doesn't really matter which one you vote for. Uh, either way, it all helps the show. 
Uh, but Patreon is a monthly donation. We we have one, three, five, and ten, I believe. Nothing nothing too big, but you know, if you can't do monthly, hey, I I ain't judging nobody. You can always do a one time with buy me a coffee. Uh, or if you can't do that, just share the show on social media. And of course, if you don't like the show, we ask you to keep it keep to yourself. Keep it to yourself. Yep. That's right. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Right. So, tonight we travel back to 1946. Fortunately, we did that episode in time travel and learned how. Well, yeah. It was a thing. And visit the Texarkana area of Texas and Arkansas as a new kind of killer makes his first appearance. Tonight, we will go full true crime as we investigate the Texarkana Moonlight murder. But before we get into that, our Krista, as always, has facts. Yay, Krista facts! Because otherwise this would be a really short segment. What facts? And that has been Chris's weird facts. <laughs> I have to say I've come unprepared. <laughs> I have to say facts are not here today. Sorry, y'all. Okay, thanks for the facts today, Krista. <laughs> the fact is I have chosen no facts. <laughs> the fact of the day is no facts. I'm tired. The fact of the day is, I've had school today, and now I'm tired. No facts. That's the end. Well, I'm glad you didn't do that. <laughs> we appreciate your facts. So, because you wouldn't tell me, what are your facts about? Today's facts about colors. Awesome. Because I'm exhausted, and my brain has no mental function right now. Okay, so maybe we can find a color that will help you with energy. Maybe. That's, that's possible. It's possible. Um, or sniffles. Anyway, um, where, where are the facts from today? Today's facts are from designpoolpatterns.com. Design pool? Like swimming? Cool. Okay. Cool. So, it, like, so it, like, people could use this to design the tiles in their swimming pools. That sounds cool. I'll put a. I, I want to put a, a, a an empire symbol in the bottom of our pool if we we ever get one. Just to, like do 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 do. do, 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 do. Yeah. Krista yeah. says no. Or a dark side symbol. Yeah. Put a critical role symbol. That would be cool. A critical role symbol. But I, you I can't play D and D in a pool. That Matthew Mercer would approve of that. I. I I don't care what Matthew Mercer well, I believe of. I believe that's their symbol. So, uh, you know, we would have to get, like, we would have to get approvals or we'd have to pay, like, or we could licensing a... rights or, I, I don't know, maybe we could or... get a bunch of stickers. But or... we could, maybe we could buy a bunch of their stickers and put those in the bottom of the pool. I bet they'd love a d and pool. Sure. Maybe. But, yeah. Sorry. Um, uh, but I digress. You were going to tell us some color facts. We, we didn't... Hit. There's no hurry. You could have kept on. No, I just... I went I went like way off into left field. 
and started. That's a, that's our show. If not for the tangents, we wouldn't go anywhere. <laughs> and my teachers would get okay, bored. But can I just say that? So, if anyone here is has been listening to me rattle on about Critical Role. There are some very exciting things that happened last week while they were at New York Comic Con. And I just have to say, I just started listening to Campaign 2. I have listened to two and a half episodes. And yet again, Laura Bailey, the girl who I admire so much. And we have the same name, which is kind of cool. Her character, <coughs> Jester, is. <laughs> Who's Jester? Jester is this awesome, awesome tiefling that's like up there in her own little world. Like they went and they were talking to somebody, and she was trying. She was trying to be like quiet. She's like, she's like, he died. Like trying to be on the download, and the guy's like, "He what?" And she says, "He died." I mean, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like she's up, she's in her own little world. And they were like, they went to the, they went to the stockades, and and the the jailer was like, "Well, you could always stay here, and we could arrest you." And she goes, "Oh no, <laughs> it's it's quite beautiful here, but I I really." I think I would prefer to stay at the end. I mean, she's just—she's <laughs> got the best personality. I'm like, I would be just so. Yet again, I'm already in love with this. So, Krista, are you going to do these facts, or are you just going to sit okay, here and look? Okay, it's her. It, it, is it me, or it was his fault? Right? He told me to carry on on my tangent. Yeah, well, but then it got quiet, and so then I was just, I, I'm not trying to interrupt anybody's conversation, I was just... It's the only time you guys sit and listen to me. Oh, that's not... Ramble on about critical role. That's <laughs> not true at all. I was, I asked questions, what the... Okay, keep Mr. Mouse back in the depths of your throat. He does not need to be here right now. I'm going through a mental breakdown. Relax. He just, he did almost come out there for a second. Yeah, yeah, don't. I heard a little mouse squeak in your voice. Don't do it. Don't do it. It wouldn't be any fun. It wouldn't be funny if I did it now. That's, that's the thing. I can only do it when it's funny. Oh, Crystalline, you have some facts that you're going to share with us. We've really got to get this show back on the road. Well, I'd like to. I did all this research. Yeah. I'd like to use some of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm tired. I've had a long day. Wow. <laughs> Why? I've had a long day. I am sorry you are tired, my Krista, my Krista. Would you like a great big hug? No, I'm okay. Would you like me to Google some facts and, and let you rest? Would you like me to tickle you? I'm for that, but I could, might come up with something. I don't know. No, I got it. I'm... I don't want to step on your toes or rain on your parade or 
poo in your pool or anything. Don't say that. We were just talking about pools, and that's not cool. Well, that's why I was trying to get us back on track. So I poo in the pool because this was for um, color. I just a pool shaped like a toad. <laughs> I was thinking a pool full of toes. I don't oh, know. Oh, God! <laughs> There's a, a bar in, uh, maybe it's Alaska, uh, up north somewhere anyway. But, uh, yeah, the former patrons leave their toes, and it's called the Sour Toe Cocktail, and they put a dead man's toe in it, and <sighs> your lips have to touch it when you drink it for it to count. No. Josh Gates did it. <laughs> How is it? You did good. She's just walking up. Can you get your sister some? And yeah. She's watching us talk about pools and talk. Well, you have yet to tell us one single solitary color fact about purple. Do you have a purple color fact? I have a red color fact. You have a red color fact? Yeah. Is that. Uh, is that fact number one? Yeah. Okay, well, go on. Um, fact number one. You know that song that I see where I'm not going to say it. Okay, good idea. But, you know, look fine. Pink? No? I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sure. I just thought it was funny because... They see red uh, by pink? Yes. Men and women see the color red differently. Researchers at the University of Arizona discovered that the ability to see red comes from a gene that is attached to the X chromosome. Since women have two X chromosomes, the two copies of these genes help women perceive the red orange spectrum better. Well, what do you know? Cool. Wow, that is interesting. What a good fact, Miss Krista. It could be worse. Deadpool could force feed you meatloaf. Ew, that would definitely be worse. I'd rather it be a lasagna. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Fact 
number two. You know how you're talking about red and purple? Yes. Time to put a color that's in between the two. Pink. Pink soothes the nerves and is often used for anger management. Well, that's funny because I was younger. When I was younger, somebody told me that pink rooms uh, made people more angry. Well, you know, guys only having one X chromosome, maybe they see pink as red. I know. I hate that. Pink has been known to suppress anger and anxiety and has an overall calming effect. It is often used in mental health care institutions and even prisons to help create a sense of calm. Wow. That's it, killer. Had enough of your attitude today. You're going to! No, boss, don't say it, don't say it! That's right. <laughs> Are you trying to just send me to a children's dollhouse? I don't know, I'm going to go to a concert with Pink, Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, Simply Red. Those are all different standards. <sighs> okay. And? <sighs> Worldwide Blue is the most common favorite color. Studies conducted by various global marketing firms show that blue is the most common favorite color worldwide, wow. followed by purple. Awesome. Fact number four. Didn't know this was possible. What, going through your facts this quick? Neither did I, but it did take us a long time to get there. I didn't say anything. Why are you pointing at me? You're a liar. First of all. Second of all, yes, you did. What did I say? So much. Anyway. Isn't that what this show is for? Him speaking directly about tangents? That is true. She 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 has you on that. I caught you by the weave. <laughs> you didn't leave, Dad. I didn't know I had a weave, so <laughs> now you do. Some uh, people have phobia of color. Chromophobia or chromatophobia is an ongoing irrational fear of colors that can have a negative impact on a person's daily act on a person's daily activity. This fear often stems from traumatic events associated with that particular color. Can you imagine seeing the color green and being like, oh my god! Being terrified of a color. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it makes sense if like, they were terrified of the color red or something like that. Because, you know, they could have seen a whole like, murder stand in front of their eyes. I'd be terrified of the color red after that. So, theoretically, someone could get put in a mental institution and have an undiscovered fear of the color pink that makes it even worse for them. Ooh, 
that's a rabbit hole no down. I wonder if Danny's scared of pink. No, but I saw a video the other day of these dolls singing and I thought of him. Yeah, Dan Fierce, for those that don't know it, has a fear of porcelain dolls. So if you ever meet him in the real world, bring him a porcelain doll. He'll thank you for it. He took one home. Yeah, we, I mean, we sent him home with one. Because we love him. We do. We love him. It was actually really pretty. It was. We were vowing to take it if he didn't. Uh, we would have given our own, but he took our own with him. He didn't throw uh, any trash. It was awesome. Anyway, you were saying fact number five. Wow, we're already at five. Yes. Awesome. Amazing. This is this is uh, weird. We never go through facts this fast. Yeah, we do. Cool. Well, tell us what fact number five is. I'm flies when you're having fun. I'm fun when you're having flies. At least that's what Kirk thought. Knew you were gonna say that. That was why I was. Well, you know what they say, it's not easy being green. Speaking of plates, yellow and red together make you hungry. Wow. Fast food chains figured this out years ago and used this color combination over and over in branding. McDonald's. Advertising and Wendy's. restaurant before. Wendy's. Whataburger. Whataburger. Yeah. In and out. In and out. In and out, yeah. Yeah. That's pretty what? hip. That's wow. pretty hip. Heart. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive. Wow, Krista. That 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 was that was that I learned a lot. You've been killing it with facts lately. Yeah. You are. You are super cool. You are cooler than cool. You're cooler than Coolio. Okay, don't compare me to Coolio. We all know Coolio is much cooler. Didn't Coolio just pass? Yeah, Coolio passed recently, which makes makes me sad. I really liked him. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of his music, but seeing him, like, he did a, a celebrity cooking thing, and, and he kept talking about his recipes like Grandma Cools, and I'm just like, you know, I like him. I want him to have his show. Never got one, though. Uh, I like the Dangerous Minds song that he did in the video that he did with Michelle Piper. Wasn't that Gangster's yeah. Paradise? So, yeah. I love so Gangster's cool. Paradise. It's so good. Although It'll on the... Always be him in my dream. On, on the cooking show he did, he made a lemon pudding. Ooh. And uh, it was some one of the judges was like, man, this has got me living in a lemon paradise. And I was just like, yeah, yeah, you can say that. About that particular pudding, yes. Oh, that's hilarious. That is, it is. I, I feel bad that he that he never really got the chance to shine in a cooking setting. I bet he would have been amazing. So, since our, our story takes place in 1946, and we may not be real familiar with the events after World War II, I, I, I came up with just... 10 events that happened in 1946, so you can kind of see where the country was. Okay, that's, that's, a, that's a good idea on your part. I, I like that. So, number one, New Mexican Senator Dennis Chavez calls for a vote in the Fair Employment Practice Committee on a bill 
that would ban discrimination in the workplace. A filibuster prevents it. A filibuster. It sounds like a frickin' food place. Oh, a filibuster is a whole thing where they, like... That's the one where they keep other... One person talks so nobody else can talk. Right. So, like, you can't... They have to yield the floor to you. That's part of the government thing. So if you keep talking and talking and talking, they they did it. You've probably never seen Mr. Smith Goes to Washington because it's a really, really old movie. But they they did that in that movie, Mr. Smith filibuster to Congress. Yeah. To Congress, and they couldn't make him step down if he wouldn't if he wouldn't give over the floor. So he kept talking and talking and talking and talking. It was it was a, it was a thing. So yeah, that's a wow. Okay. Also, in 1946, the Central Intelligence Group is established. The following year, it will be renamed the Central Intelligence Agency. Police Chief Linwood Shull beats and blinds African-American Army veteran Isaac Woodard in Batesburg, South Carolina. Disrespectful. Disrespectful. It comes to national attention on Orson Welles' radio show. Good for you, Orson Welles. ENIAC, which stands ENIAC, which stands for Electronic, Numerical, Integrator, and Computer, is the first general purpose computer, and it was unveiled at the University of Pennsylvania in, in 1946. And Krista, you wouldn't recognize it as a computer. It was it filled up an entire room. Yeah, bigger than this one, in fact. Yes, it was this massive, like boxes and wires, and it was crazy big. In comparison to what computers are now, you just wouldn't even believe. Winston Churchill, at his speech at Westminster College in Fulton, Missouri first uses the phrase, the Iron Curtain, which is where we got the, the, the phrase. Also in 1946, the NFL team, the Los Angeles Rams, signs Kenny Washington, the first African-American player in the league since 1933. Also, Walt Disney releases its eighth feature film, Make Mine Music. I don't even know that I've ever seen that one. I think I have on an old episode of, of, of the, the show Disney used to have on Sunday nights in the yeah, 70s. the Disney, Magic of Disney, World of Disney, something like that. Yeah, yeah. But... If so, it's been really long, and I don't have any clear recollections from it. Neither, but it may be on Disney Plus. We should check. Howard Hughes nearly dies when a test flight of the Hughes XF-11 crashes in Beverly Hills in a Beverly Hills neighborhood due to a malfunctioning propeller. Good. The United Nations holds its first meeting. In Long Island, New York. And finally, Frank Capra's It's a Wonderful Life is released in New York. Wow. 
you hear that, Krista? It's a Wonderful Life was new. In 1946, yes, it was. Cool. So, it was very... We were in a very young, racist... Uh, um, no female equality. Yeah. Uh, simplified, bigoted. Just overall, really unfortunate society, basically. Well, I mean, yeah, it was back in that time where. But. There were at the time where where there were a lot of reforms going on. It like all in a freaking. Well, see, we hadn't quite got to the reforms yet. We were beginning to head there. I mean, right. That's yeah. why Orson Welles drew out that one case to nationalize it. Yeah. Right. So we were starting to head there, but yes. We had just won World War II, so everybody was feeling their oats. Oh, yep. The good feeling era. But by the 50s, people would begin to notice that things weren't as good as everybody thought they might have been. And that's how sectionalism happened. So, now, this story occurs in and around Texarkana. Now, Texarkana... Uh, comprises Miller County, Arkansas, and Bolin County, Texas. Now, many states have these, like, kind of border towns with n- smashed-together names like Texarkana. Uh-huh. In fact, there's one at the uh, Kansas-Colorado line that's called Canarado. Uh-huh. Horrible. Whoever started this practice should be killed. I'm just saying. Dad, stop tell being us so how, tell us how Dad, I really feel. Stop being so salty about the puns. It's not a pun. It's horrible. You can't come up with a name for a place, so let's just smash them together the name of these two states. Texarkana works, but most don't. Canarado is ridiculous. There's also, I want to say, a Caligon at the border of Oregon and California. I know there's one there at the border of um, Nevada with another state, but I don't remember where it is exactly. But you can like stand in in the city and on one, and there's like a line painted all the way through the city that says, "On this side you're in this state. On this side you're in that state." I think we went there on the way back to California when... Yeah, yeah. So, let, let's let's get into what happened. Okay, let's get into what happened. On February 22nd, 1946, mm-hmm. two young people, Jimmy Hollis and Mary Jean Larry were parked on a secluded Bowie County, Texas road outside of Texarkana. Any ideas what they were doing there, Crystal? What'd you say? 
I said, any ideas what they were doing there, Crystalline? Were they farting? Yes. Your dad just said they were farting. Mm. <coughs> you know, I don't know. I don't know what they're doing. You don't? That's good. Okay. Go on, Dad. So I hope they weren't doing anything gross. Yeah, yeah. Ew, mom. <laughs> they were probably just kissing and talking about the things that they wanted to do with their life. We'll go with that answer. They were forced out of the car by an armed man, his face hidden by a burlap sack with two slits for eyes. The assailant beat Hollis with the gun, cracking the young man's skull. He then sexually assaulted Larry, Larry, that's her last name, not it, uh, uh, first name, Mary Jean Larry. Okay, because for a second I was really confused. Before fleeing when he saw the headlights of a car approaching. Both of these victims eventually recovered from their wounds, and they are the only ones to ever witness the Texarkana Moonlight Murderer. Ooh, so they got lucky. Yes. Super, super lucky. On March... I don't know that she was that lucky, but, I mean, lucky in comparison, at least she lived. Yeah. Not that being assaulted like that is ever lucky. That's horrible and horrendous. On March 24th, so just a little over a month later, (laughs) two more young people, Richard Griffin and Polly Ann Moore were found on another Bowie County back road, both shot in the back of the head with the 32 revolver. Bloodstains on the ground indicated that that they had been killed outside the car and then put back in it. Seems like a lot of work for no reason, but okay. How much time do you got to have on your hands to do all this BS? Exactly, I'm saying. So, here again... Almost a month later, <coughs> uh, April 14th, teenagers Paul Martin and Betty Joe Booker were found dead in Spring Lake Park on the Texas side, with their bodies found some distance away from their car. Again, a 32 was the murder weapon, as it is discovered that both dead women had been sexually assaulted, both uh, Betty Jo Booker and Polly Ann Moore, uh, and tortured prior to death, police begin to patrol back roads and lovers' lanes. Probably a good idea on their part, for sure. Now, and we will talk a little bit about this, but the first movie, The Town That Dreaded Sundown, is based very heavily on the Texarkana Moonlight Murders, but there were some changes made. For example, uh, in this particular murder, uh, instead of just having uh, Betty, the, the Betty Joe Booker character shot, or the character based on her, because I don't think they called her that in the movie, uh, they she was they made her a trombone player in the movie, which she was in band, but she didn't play the trombone in real life. But in the movie. The killer puts a knife on the end of the trombone and plays it and keeps shoving the knife in her back. 
So, it, but it didn't happen that way. But because of that movie, a lot of pe people who live in Texarkana now think that's the way it happened. Wow. Okay. Well, that's, I guess, an important, an important distinction to make. On May 3rd, an isolated farmhouse in Miller County was the scene of another murder. Virgil Starks was shot twice and killed by an attacker standing outside the front window. Now, this time he's armed with a 22. When the dead man's wife, Kay Starks, heard the shots and ran to the phone, she was shot twice in the face. Nevertheless, she was able to escape and run to a nearby farmhouse for help. I'm glad she was able to escape. The tracks... Now, now they, at first, they don't think it's part of the series, but then the tracks that they found were similar to the ones found at other scenes. So uh, the crime was attributed to the same killer. Also, this is not a huge area. It's not a massive area with a lot of people. Murder was uncommon here. Not unknown, but uncommon. Right. So to have all these coincidental attacks so close together almost certainly implies that they were connected. Sure. Now, that was the last murder. The killer's total tally was three men and two women dead, plus one man and two women assaulted. With each new murder, pa panic rose higher in Texarkana, Citizens bought weapons and stayed at their homes at night, literally dreading sundown. Law enforcement officials on both the Arkansas and Texas sides of the city worked the case. Texas Rangers arrived, including the handsome and charismatic Manuel Lone Wolf Gonzalez. And reporters from all over the country flocked to the town, adding a new level of chaos. When neighbors reported seeing strange lights from the Starks farmhouse... Local police surrounded the crime scene only to find Gonzalez and a woman reporter from Life magazine taking photos of the crime scene with flashbulbs. Now, the papers dubbed these crimes the Moonlight Murders, uh, though the first two attacks took place in a week after the full moon, and the final attack took place around the time of the new moon. Because the killer seemed to strike at night and vanish, he was dubbed the Phantom Killer by the Texarkana Gazette. So let's take a moment for a word from our sponsors. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is where projects come to life. Our showrooms are designed to inspire with the latest products from top brands, curated in an inviting, hands-on environment, and a team of industry experts to support your project. We'll be there to make sure everything goes as planned, from product selection to delivery coordination. At Ferguson Bath, Kitchen, and Lighting Gallery, your project is our priority. See the latest designs from your favorite brands, including Thermador, at your local Ferguson showroom.
How do you feel, baby? Yay! So, let's talk about who the Phantom Killer was. First of all, many would confess to the Phantom Killer crimes, though most of those that came into the police were, well, I will say all of those that came into the police to confess were eventually ruled out. Many came forth to accuse neighbors and friends of the crime, which included a local agent of the Internal Revenue Service. Wow. Yeah, no. I, I know, but it's red ink. He's not a killer. I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> now, a student at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, who came from a prominent Texarkana family, hung himself, leaving behind a poem and a confession that he was the phantom killer. Wow. However, I can't find... It. Here's the thing. All of those leads are supposed to be false, but I can't find any information about this guy that hung himself. And in the movie Killer Legends, which we will talk about, uh, one of the, the, the students of the crime was is not convinced that that guy was properly cleared. Gotcha. One of those, they may have just marked him off the list because he was... Because he committed suicide and the family was kind of well-to-do. Right. Now, the one suspect who was most often cited as the probable killer was a repeat offender named U.L. Swinney, who had a record of car theft, counterfeiting, burglary, and assault. An Arkansas law enforcement official, Max Tackett, had noticed before each murder there were reports of a car being stolen and then abandoned. In July 1946, a stakeout of a reported stolen car on the Arkansas side led police to a woman who claimed to be Swinney's girlfriend. She provided details of the murders that had not been released to the public. Subsequently, her story changed and she married Swinney. Because of the unreliability of her testimony and the fact that she could not be forced to appear as a witness against her husband, law enforcement officials declined to prosecute. In 1947, U.L. Swinney was jailed for her life as a repeat offender for car theft, but was re released on appeal in 1973. He died in 1994 at a nursing home in Dallas. Now, two of the lead investigators in the case, Max Tackett and Tillman Johnson, believed for the remainder of their lives that Swinney was guilty of the murders. A 2014 book, uh, a 2014 book, uh, The Phantom Killer, Unlocking the Mystery of the Texarkana Serial Murders, by Dr. James Presley, claims that Swinney is the culprit of the all five phantom attacks. The 2014 Schiller original documentary, Killer Legends, casts some doubt on the claim, however. The series of the murders were covered in the movie The Town That Dreaded Sundown by Arkansan Charles B. Pierce. It starred Academy Award-winning actor Ben Johnson and Don Wells of the Gilligan's Island fame, uh, as well as Andrew, Andrew Prime. In 2014, a remake-slash-sequel of sorts, also called The Town That Dreaded Sundown, was released by Blumhouse Productions. 
It also appears in the 2014 film Killer Legends as the perceived basis for the Hookman urban legend. And I don't know if that's one we've talked about, but basically the Hookman urban legend kind of goes like this. Uh, young couple parked in a lover's lane somewhere. They're making out. Story comes on the radio of an escaped lunatic with a hook for a hand. Uh, well, the guy's like, he's not going to bother us. He just wants to get as far away as possible. The girl, however, is scared and makes the guy drive her home. So he drives her home. He goes around to get her out of the car, and he sees a hook hanging on the door handle. Right. So that they think the Texarkana Moodlite murders are, are the perceived are the basis for this story because this predates that urban legend by some and it's got the 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 thing about the 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 thing about young lovers being targeted yeah okay but we have done this before the the hook one we did that before mom came on the show right we did an urban legends episode so and, and, and these murders have also been the subject of numerous books, both fictional and not. If you ask most people, they'll tell you U.L. Swinney was the most likely culprit. But like I said, after watching Killer Legends, I do find some doubt about that. Yeah. But now it's time to ask you two what you think. You have all the facts that there are to have. What are your thoughts? I feel like it was the rich kid. I, I mean, if there is one that they were able to track down, that seems the most likely culprit. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, why? It, it just, it seems strange to me. If, if they didn't ever find the person... If they hadn't taken their own life or something, there would have been more murders. You you don't kill five people and sexually assault multiple people and do all of this. And then just say, you know, I'm done. Well, and that's another reason U.L. Swinney comes up because he went to jail in 1947 the year after this. So they think that maybe he took a break like serial killers do and just happened to get popped for a stolen car because that was what he did. But I don't know. I'm still awful, awful intrigued by that kid killing himself. Yeah, and maybe he was crazy, I'm about. but I don't know. Krista, your thoughts? I honestly don't think it would be any of, any of the ones that said anything about it. Honestly, it's since <sighs> I could understand slightly, very slightly, like maybe if you were so freaking done with yourself after killing and hurting so many people. That you were just like, I'm done. I want to get out of this mess. And I could understand from that <coughs> perspective. But anywhere else, I think that the that he wasn't caught. I think that nobody knew. I think nobody found out. 
and I think that he might be dead. And see, that was the selling point of the original town that dreaded sundown. Is it begins with uh, you know, watching the killer's feet as he as he moves, right? Right. <clears throat> but as the movie ends, the narrator says, "And whoever took these crimes was never captured, and may still." inhabit Texarkana today. And they show these people going to the movie, and one of the set of feet, it looks like the killer's feet from the beginning of the movie. So, and that was the thing that, that made the movie. And again, this this predated Halloween by two years, the town that dreaded sundown. So, it really kind of started that whole kind of movie off and it was based off of a true series of events. Right, right. So, I guess if, if I, I, I would like to know how they came to the thought that this young man had was cleared. I couldn't find any information on it. I really would like to dig into that a bit more to find out if, if there is any solid evidence for it being him. Sure, that makes sense. Any solid ever evidence for it being him or any evidence that it wasn't him. Right, uh, because otherwise the best option is Ewell Swinney, and that's only the best option because we have his girlfriend saying <coughs> she was there for the murders, and she did reveal some facts that the police had kept in their, their best pocket, but it would not be the first time that someone falsely confessing happened to glom onto a couple of things. Right. And it's a small town. It's a small community. So it's possible she only knows what she knows because she knows maybe some like a, someone in the coroner's office or perhaps yeah. someone driving an ambulance or one of the police. Well, Here's but, my thing. Uh, people even back then uh, were trying to get like revenge on their partners and stuff. So they were just like, you know what? Frick you. I want you to go to jail. I want you to be executed. You did this. Yeah, but then they got married, and one thing, one standard of, of U.S. justice that hasn't changed is a wife can't, in most places, testify against her husband, or can't be made to. Now, if she chooses to, he can't stop her, but you can't make her testify. Fair enough. I, I still think that the kid from the wealthy family is, is someone that uh, yeah, I would, re again, I like him, but I don't, like, if they have, I don't know, proof that he was somewhere else at the time of the murders, and he's cleared, I'd like to know it. If they don't have that kind of proof, then I want to know how they cleared him. Right. And not knowing that, I'm just it's really skeptical. Open. It's still open. Yeah. This is something that you have to be really skeptical of anyway. Um, you can't, like, play the blame game on everybody you think is wrong and play the blame game on everything sure. you think is right. It's kind of just a really big deal. And we weren't there, so we'll never know. But, you know. Uh, but we, can, I'm, we can think about it, but we'll, we'll never really know. And, and I wouldn't mind visiting Texarkana. It's a unique place, you know. And, and, but every year 
In Texarkana, in October, in Spring Lake Park, they showed the original town that dreaded sundown. So they've sort of embraced it. Well, I mean, at this point, what do you do? I mean, it's not like you can stop it. Yeah. There's no stopping that. So why not embrace it? Like, you're going to be known for it, so you might as well go, okay, well, yes, this happened here, and... Yes, this happened here. That's why we're cool. You know? Sorry. I went silent because I looked down, and the dog is there, but he's got a piece of hay or something hanging out of his mouth, and it just... Yeah, exactly. I was like, why... Why are you doing that? What? We... <laughs> oh, hey, we're recording. Ah, uh, yeah, so... I should talk. So thank you again for listening to our listeners, obviously. I mean, you guys always listen to me, even when we're not in the air. Thank uh, you yeah, for that. Yeah, but you're welcome. Okay. Thanks to Bill Barrett, who does our theme music. If you need music for a project, Bill's your guy. Just send an email his way, Bill Barrett, and that last name is spelled B-E-H-R-E-N-D-T at sbcglobal.net. Thank you, Bill. We appreciate you, sir. We appreciate you very much. And I taught a class last Thursday about podcasting. Yeah. yeah and I... Uh, it was a good time. But I also brought up Bill's name. So hopefully you get a call or two, Bill. Absolutely. Also, thanks to Paige Elmore of Reverie True Crime, who... Teamed up with our Krista to do some amazing new logo art a few weeks back. Thank you, Paige. Thank you, Krista. You're welcome. Also, thanks to Aaron Gnurk of the Big Dumb Fun Show for promoting us locally. I could tell. It was good. Now, now before I tell you what next week's show is, there is something I, I, I want to bring up. Got an email earlier this week or maybe towards the end of last week, from the local community radio station asking if we'd be interested in taking over a show there. And it, it, in theory, it's nice, but I was going to be a, a DJ there once upon a time. But before you do, you got to go in and do, you got to like help clean the place and, and cause they don't have a staff. It's all volunteer. So they want you to come in and volunteer and do stuff before they teach you how to run the board or whatever. And I just, you know, if, if they wanted to, if somebody wanted to interview us, great, we'll go there. We'll, we'll do the interview. But I, I don't, you know, if they want to give us a show, eh, maybe. But even that I'm a bit leery on because it's a, it's a long drive every week to do an hour-long show. But I do appreciate the offer. So I just wanted to, to reach out to them and say thank you for, for sure. thinking of us and considering us. Should we, we drop the station name so they get a call out or should we not? I... I I don't want to because I, I just don't know the, the etiquette of it. All right. Perfect. But, yeah. So, I just want to let you all know that, you know, you listening, it does help us. We do get yeah. we, we do get interesting uh, propositions. Now, join us next week for week three of our spooky Halloween series, uh, Hauntings in the White House. Ooh. Bye! Bye! Bye. Thank you.